Hey, this is Taylor from Jaded Wrestling. Today we got some things we got to get to the bottom of, and I can't wait for you to join me on this ride. As I said in the intro, I got some things I want to get to the bottom of. And today I want to talk about wrestling toxicity. No, I don't want to talk about whether Cody Rhodes is going over or The Rock is going to be at WrestleMania. Honestly, could give a shit less. Today I want to discuss where this all began, where we became so toxic as a fan base for wrestling. I will also I'm going to dabble into sports writing a little bit because I think there's a nice parallel between the two. But where do we begin? Where does this all start? Because I think when you first bring this topic up and you say, hey, why are we so toxic? People are quick to immediately point the finger at the internet. Is it the internet's fault that we have so much access right at our fingertips that we can talk and say anything we want to anybody, celebrity or not celebrity? Is it the internet's fault that we have Drew McIntyre less than a few feet away and we can tell him how much he sucks on a daily basis until he sees it? Maybe, or maybe it's our toxic asses that are the reason that this is like this is. I wanted to look back further than the internet and see if there are any examples of this before we started into this era of accessibility. So let's start with the most obvious parallel to what we have now, and that's the Attitude Era. It seems right now that we have so much wrestling at our disposal and at our fingertips. Whether you like AEW or WWE or TNA or you like uh, CMLL. There's so many different kinds of wrestling for us to ingest right now. And I think back then was the closest thing we've ever had to that. Where you had WCW, that was the wrestling show with quote unquote. You had WWF, who was still appealing to a much younger audience. You had ECW for your hardcore fans. Maybe not as big of a majority as the other two shows, but we're still doing pretty good numbers if you look at it at a certain light. I think that the ECW fans were ready to go to war with anybody that didn't like their show. I think that the WCW fans were looking at their slice of pizza and saying, this is the best slice of pizza I can find. A lot of people were flipping sides and flipping channels and watching both shows to get the most out of their wrestling. And I think that's the most logical approach to anything. If you can watch everything and get a little bit of the things you like from every piece of wrestling, then you're probably the happiest fan you can be. But there's always going to be these people in history, whether it's wrestling or sports, that really only like their style. I know you've all had these conversations with older sports fans that will tell you that basketball has changed. Basketball is not the same sport it was 20 years ago, from the amount of fouls that are called or the physicality in the game or the way three-pointers have become the majority of the game. Everything in life evolves. Everything becomes something different as it grows and as people figure out easier ways to do things or more effective ways. Maybe easier isn't the word I need to use. I think that's a viable option of something to point the finger at when you start with toxicity. I think that people see their era of wrestling passing by and they're not exactly ready to let everything go. So they're looking for the new thing so they can poo-poo it or say that it's not the thing that they like or they used to watch. And WWE, as much as it has changed in the last 20 years, is still the basis of a very scripted TV wrestling show. And it is a way to do wrestling in a way that a lot of people are comfortable with doing wrestling. 
So when you look at something like AEW, which is a new version of an old style of wrestling, right? We do a lot of the things that we did in the territory days, whether that's the belt stealing gimmick or the run-ins in the middle of promos. There's all these things that are very reminiscent of a different style of wrestling TV that might have left when Black Saturday happened and when these territorial shows were gone from TV, that might be the end of that. So a fan of a show that they've watched for 25 plus years, that's used to the way things are done. And then overnight, something else comes that does it a little bit differently, could be the way or the reason for a little bit of animosity. I also think that not evolving with the times is a dangerous way to watch anything. It's a dangerous way to say, I just want more Matlock. You know, I like Matlock just as much as the next guy, but we can't just keep remaking Matlock and expecting a different result in the end. We're going to have to evolve. We're going to have to have different styles of things for different people. We can't just have the same TV show night after night after night and expect to be able to grow our sport like we want to. So all of us want wrestling to be mainstream. We all want to be able to have that conversations with our loved ones that don't like the sport as much as we do, where they're like, wow, this is really cool. Because a lot of times we have these conversations with people outside of wrestling and they're like, why do you watch this? And then I have to go on the whole thing of, hey, what do you like? Oh, you know, that's not a real thing either. You know, Dr. Gray isn't a real doctor at a hospital. She's not really saving people's life. It's a scripted show. So get over yourself. And I'm sure all wrestling fans have had to have that conversation with their loved ones so many damn times as I have. But I think that that's the basis of a lot of this is you see things changing in the world and you're ready to pounce at the slightest idea of something that's different. And trust me, I hate change as much as the next guy. Ask my co-host, Will, how much I hate change. Because anytime we have a conversation about how we can slightly tweak the podcast, I start to get real, real weird about it. Because I'm not a person that likes moving walls or doors that are opening or closing. I want things to be the exact way that I've always watched them. And I've always done things because it's easier for me that way. But I'm telling you that there's beauty on the other side of the hill. There's something magical about seeing things that we haven't seen in a while. So let's just try to put our arm around our brothers here. Because at the end of the day, wrestling fans, fat and small and short and skinny, are all having these same conversations with normies who don't understand this sport. And at the end of the day, we want this to be an acceptable sport for everyone to watch and understand and like. Because that's the future of this business. And right now we're at a really magical place where it seems to be there's lots of money in wrestling again. There's lots of outlets for wrestling again. Lots of TV channels that are willing to put wrestling on TV again. And I don't know how long that's going to last before that dries up. I don't know how long that's going to last before the streaming services nuke everything that we have. But I do know that this is a really magic era. And for us to close our eyes and just look straight forward into one type of wrestling seems to be a waste of our time. So enjoy Drew McIntyre, enjoy John Moxley, enjoy Orange Cassidy, enjoy Seth Rollins, enjoy Dolph Ziggler or Nick Nemeth, enjoy all of these wrestlers that make you happy and make sure you're telling your friends about all these wrestlers that make you happy. 
Remember, the best way to deal with toxicity is to give back a little bit of positivity. Enjoy the rest of your day. Thanks for listening.